Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. I'm your host, Peter Sears. What's up? Uh, you guys know the deal. Before we start, I always have to tell you, uh, this podcast is brought to you by our lovely friends at Performa.com. Uh, Performa, actually now PerfectShaker.com. I'm sorry, you guys. They're changing the name back. Um, they have all your fitness accessory needs. So if you're someone like me that's always at the gym and you want cool shit to play with, Shaker cups, meal prep bags, meal prep containers, workout towels, wrist straps, wrist straps. Uh, they have it there. So go to performer.com. Fuck. Go to perfectshaker.com. I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, enter promo code 10 pounds. The word 10, the word pounds. You'll save 15% off of your order. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. Guys, how old am I? How old am I? I'm 43. I'm jacked as fuck. Uh, a lot of it is because I take bucked up supplements. You guys know about it. I talk about them all the time. If you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to gain muscle, if you want to run marathons like your boy, go to buckedup.com, enter the promo code 10 pounds, the number 10 and the word pounds, and you will save 20% off of your order. You're welcome. Uh, all right, you guys, uh, I've been talking about this for a while and we're finally in. Um, we're, we're back in the studio. COVID's over. <laughs> I think, although if you walk around and go to Whole Foods in LA, fucking people think, act like it's still going on, but we are back in studio, which I'm excited about because now I could bring people back in again. And this is a podcast that's been in the making for a while. I've been wanting to have this guy on um, and we finally got the time. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch his special right now on Amazon Prime called Insert Token. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for my guest in the new studio, Julian Michael. I, f I feel all those hands being put together. Yeah, they're clapping, dude. I feel Trust it. me. This is, uh, I don't know if you know this, but this is in the top 100 in health and fitness in Egypt and also yeah. uh, in the Philippines. Fuck yeah. And hopefully, you know, we can get it back into the 100s in the US too, you know? Well, shout out to the yeah. good people of Egypt and the yeah, Philippines. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck is listening in Egypt, but thank you guys. I love it. I don't even, I've never been to Egypt. I want to know more about Bucked Up. I don't want to do okay. a plug for your no, sponsor, it's, it's cool, but like I'm, I'm, just, I'm in the gym yeah, all the time. Of course, I know. I see your, I and, see your thirst traps, yeah. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I see them. <laughs> and you know, summer's coming, and, yep. and gay summer got to be even tighter than than Wait, normal. So you just say gay summer? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, hot boy yeah. summer, but gay it, summer. Yeah. Just okay, you know, we're, uh -huh. we're we're out in these streets. Yep. Especially single now, and we're getting yeah. into that. We're gonna get into that. So Don't worry. I wanted is I I I I know that you're a serious athlete. You've been for a very long time. My whole life why bucked up um you know what it's a good question so uh here you go ryan gardner over at bucked up um you, have you ever been to the fitness expo la no. fitness expo no. okay next time it comes it's usually in january um they switched it after covid but i'm pretty sure they're going to go back to it being in january but it's it's a huge fitness convention they have at the la convention center every year um and as a you know person in the fitness industry it, forever i would always go there and it's gotten so much bigger since it first started sure um but like i would always go because you know like i'm always eating protein bars pro i'm on the go fucking i'm in my car i'm on the road like and i'm not gonna eat like shit that's probably but part part of what this podcast was originally intended for was like hey i'm on the road i'm doing comedy i'm at the fucking clubs every night like I'm around unhealthy food and mm -hmm. whatnot, mm -hmm. but this is what I'm doing because it's still important to me. To me, you know what I mean. Um, so anyway, I went to the LA Fitness Expo, and I always go. Like I said, every year if I'm if I'm in town, I missed the last one. Um, and the, every company, every supplement company, everything that anybody that has anything to do with fitness is there, passing out free samples of you know 
whatever protein bar is coming sure. out, whatever pre-workout is coming out. And like, that's honestly like throughout the years, how I've just discovered different brands. Um, and I remember the bucked up thing being there and, you know, I do, tr I, I know there's a lot of people that will argue against taking like a pre-workout for example, cause they started with pre-workout. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm old, you know, and sometimes I just need a little bit of a fucking push. Yeah. I like I just it. need it sometimes. And I tried theirs and I felt like the thing about pre-workouts and I'm not like, I'm sorry, guys, I'm not a scientist, but like a lot of pre-workouts, like you have like your, you have like your peak where, and then all of a sudden at some point it might be the hour, two hour, maybe three hour mark, whenever, or yeah. like after you work out, but like you have this huge crash. Yeah. And what I noticed was when I took theirs, you know, my workout was great. I got one of the best workouts like in a long time. Um, the first time I tried it, but also like throughout the rest of the day, I didn't feel like a crash or anything. And, but also I just really liked the taste, like the taste, like I, they have a proprietary blend. Ryan, Ryan could tell you about it, the CEO. Um, but like, it's a very specific where like, cause some pre-workouts, like, I don't know if you remember like no explode back in the day. Uh, probably they were like yeah, one of the first like like, like big market pre-workouts yeah. and uh like you would take a drink and it would like it would like it's like it would like just punch you in the mouth like it was like this this i can't describe it but it was like a very strong like it didn't taste bad but like there was like a kick that you got in your mouth and That's the amphetamines yeah yeah is, maybe yeah. right and then but so the bucked up was just like smooth it just tasted like a fruity drink but no sugar you know and um and i just kind of fell in love with it and started using them and then you know, one thing led to another, became a brand ambassador. And like now I'm, I'm all in, dude. So I love it. I'm going to check and, it out. And they, and they also have different levels. I talked about this last week, actually. I spent a lot of time talking about it. Um, but like, so most pre-workouts have about 200 milligrams of caffeine, mm -hmm. which is pretty standard. Um, but they also have some people, they develop a caffeine tolerance. So they need to take more pre-workout, which is not advised, but, um, bucked up has some formulas that have even more caffeine, like 300 milligrams, um, for the people that need an extra, but also for people that can't handle caffeine, they have non-stimulants. So they have all the same, uh, ingredients that the, like the, the, the beta alanine, the arginine, all the stuff yeah. that a pre-workout has minus the caffeine. Or like, like I was talking about, I, I, I literally spent like 15 minutes talking about I'll, this I'll last week. I'll watch the last uh, episode then. Uh, well, no video in the last <laughs> or the, one. Uh, I'll listen but to it. But it's like, uh, you know, like like sometimes like I don't get to work out in the morning. Yeah, usually I wake up in the morning and work out super early and yeah. just start my day. But sometimes if I have an audition or if I have clients or whatever, like I have to work out in the afternoon or at night sometimes. And that's when I'll take the non-caffeine version of the pre-workout so that I can still go to sleep Got afterwards. It. Got it. Um, I, I, I'm like... I'm like, I don't have any samples, but if you hit me up, I'll send you some samples. For sure. No, I want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, that's why I love them. Um, but also, all of you guys out there listening or watching, because now we're on YouTube as well, um, there is a point where you should not necessarily stop taking pre-workout, but cycle, cycle. off of yeah, the caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cycle off of the caffeine. So that's why I like that No Buck, Bucked Up has a no caffeine version because every every eight to 12 weeks, you should take a week or two off of the caffeine. And that's where you don't have to worry about being one of those guys like pre-workout doesn't do anything for me. It's like, well, yeah, you're taking in 500 milligrams of cats, too much caffeine. So take a week or two off and then you go back and you feel like a fucking animal. Like I love it. So awesome. That's why. All right, but, they all, that. but they also have all kinds of other supplements too. Like whatever you need, dude, they have. Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, Julian, there's a number of reasons I want you on the podcast. One, I just like you. You know, it's the best you're, reason. You're a good dude. Um, I, I try to only have people that I like. 
um, on here, unless it's somebody that I don't know, because then I think I might like them. And then you find out in the podcast that you don't fucking like them. And you're like, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but, you know, we've done some shows together For and sure. whatever. Um, but um, Julian has been very open about Actually, you've been open about it on social now, too. But you you were open it with me. I don't know if that was pre being open about it on social. But um, as everybody knows that listens to this, I have gone through a breakup myself. Mm-hmm. Um, seven years. Thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with this person. Um, and now I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but you were married. Yeah. And so, and, and, and this is the thing. So, and, and you could be honest with me because I have <clears throat> all of my friends, dude. We're all, I'm a little bit older than you, but we're about the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, there is... I had a show at the Ontario Improv like September or so, I want to say, somewhere around there. And afterward, me and a bunch of my friends went out to dinner, right? All my like closest friends from high school and baseball and whatever. There's eight of us. Besides me, all seven of them have all been divorced. Wow. They were all guys that had gotten married. You know, some of them got married too early. Some of them have been divorced twice. Um, But... And it's like for me, and I, I hadn't, my, my girlfriend and I hadn't broken up yet. We were just about to break up, which I didn't know that. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but then it's like, so I find myself like in a weird spot because it's oh, like, I'm, worse. I was heartbroken and whatever. But at the same time, I have my best friends who are getting divorced mm-hmm. and they have kids. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's a, I can't really complain. I can complain to them, but like, I can't really complain to them because they're like, sure. bro, I got to fucking pay child support. I got to fucking pay alimony. Like it, it's, it's more complicated when yeah. there's paperwork for sure. Right. But uh, you know, I think the heart feels what it feels. And I, I don't think you can, you can put a weight on, you said that too. You said on, that too on what that is. You know, if you, you, if you love someone and you can do it without, the benefit of marriage, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, God bless you. But yeah, so my husband and I separated in September. Yeah, right around the same right time. Right around the same time. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think just like watching your social media, I knew you were going through a similar thing. So yeah. I, was, I felt like I could be like, yeah. hey, yeah. you know, because it, it, is, it is a hard thing. And the, the thing that helped me the most, honestly, um, were just my friends yeah. who didn't let me stay depressed. Like they were, they were willing to listen to me and to sit with me when I was, and just like let me. Cry. I haven't cried in public like I've cried in public since when I I separated from my husband. Just like when you, when you say in public, what like around I people mean, or at, like like at like McDonald's? I was at like gay trivia night with Wait, my cousin <laughs> Kelly. What's just gay like trivia? Trying, um, at one of the one of the bars, so it's like trivia at trivia. a gay club, yeah, 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 not yeah, necessarily yeah. gay trivia. Mostly not gay okay. trivia. Like so surprisingly, <laughs> about like. <laughs> There's like a drag queen talking about geopolitics. Okay, it's like, right. I was, it's I was like, like, bitch, can we do RuPaul, please? Can we just keep it in the wheelhouse, bitch? Okay, Lady Gaga. It, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's all kinds of shit. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm there with my cousin Kelly, just like trying to have a normal Thursday and just like crying grown man tears about okay. this man. Just like, let, at the, just couldn't even stop but like at the grocery store like you can't listen to music oh dude the worst i mean like music any is, any mean, fucking song yeah. it could be like the theme song to reading rainbow yeah like this motherfucker has Does 15 that get books Does like that get everyone you? just like it, lavar burton gets you huh? everyone really they all do just like it, <laughs> there's a memory in every situation <sighs> yeah so, you know what you know what i mean for me at least is uh and it's okay she's not listening maybe she is i doubt it but um like my ex was from Oklahoma. Yeah. And I used, as someone from here, I used to fucking hate country music. And then I got, because I'm from here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand mm-hmm. dirt roads and mm-hmm. trucks and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then, because we were together for you so long, I, time on some dirt I spent roads. so much yeah. time in the country. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I got it finally because I, I was in it. 
And then I kind of started to like some country, sure. but every fucking country song is about a broken heart and the girl that got away and drinking whiskey mm -hmm. on it. You know what I mean? And I'm just, and now it sucks because some of these songs I like, but it reminds me of, and I'm like, well, I can't fucking listen to, I, I can't listen to country now. Well, also, I mean, country has to be sad. This is a tangent because white people can't make, <laughs> they can't make songs about happiness. We don't want to hear that shit. Like True. you own everything. Yeah, yeah. So your, mu <laughs> your music needs to be a little bit depressed. Like okay. I want to hear about your dog dying. I want to hear about your girl. There maybe. are country wanna, songs about dogs dying. I want to yeah. hear that shit. What about like, what, what about like Kane Brown or Jimmy Allen? You mean they're, like these like gangster country rappers? They're black. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, even even more so. Look, <laughs> God God bless any black man in country because it's a doubly hard road. Oh yeah. And it and it's really just a matter of like you fucking like to sing and you have an accent and you picked up a guitar instead of a yeah. Like Kim Brown. I like, yeah. I like Kim Brown. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. All for it. Okay. All for it. I I I'm into some country too, but it, it really is funny. Like there there's no such thing as happy country no there i mean i guess like there's i'm trying to think i don't know all the dances but like i've gone to country line dancing places and i just don't i don't really listen to the words so, yeah but those seem to be a little yeah. bit more like but yeah i well, can't those, listen yeah, to country congratulations video. so beyonce's renaissance album uh -huh. completely ruined for me in the breakup that was like uh, our okay. summer bop just like right. that was the thing uh we had <laughs> we had Halloween costumes planned using Fuck. Beyonce. Like I was going to be alien superstar. It was going to be a whole thing. And so like, honestly, I haven't really listened to her much, which as a gay man is like a yeah, big change of black, lifestyle. And a black gay man. Right, right. If I'm, you're listening, Julian's black. If you couldn't tell, which yeah. not everyone can, but that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a different yeah. episode yeah. altogether. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's insert token. Yeah, yeah, um, right. Um, yeah, so it was it was very very hard, but I had a lot of really good friends who just sat with me. Yeah, um, a lot of people who uh, have been through similar things. Um, a couple who who've been divorced. Um, you know, we were together for damn near fifteen years. Fifteen so, years. Yeah, like it. We really. We, damn. We grew See that? Up, we I can't. I can't together. cry to you then. We. But, fifteen years. But I just like I I, I understand. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's 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 15 gay years right which is like 30 right. straight years right basically easily yeah easily fuck um, i'm sorry man so it just it 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 was a kind of thing i think honestly where um like it, it probably ended later than it should um so as much as it was sad it was also i think a chance for both of us to just like reset yeah um we're finally at the point now where like we can kind of talk to each other as friends, like maybe send a meme every once in a while. Really? Okay, yeah, that's good. Like yeah. just kind of there and not to the point of, I want to see you. Right. Um, um, but it's, it's been a journey. It definitely, yeah. it's been, it's been a journey that, that is changed. I can't say it has changed me. Well, I mean, it has, but it is actively changing me. Um, on stage and off, um, the way that I relate to people, the, the way that I, I talk. I mean, certainly if you listen to my album, it's a lot about being married. And I know, doing dude. These, I was like, yeah, well, that was one of the first things. And I was just, I don't, I like, I would say half of my act has something to do with us being together yeah. or my time in and the country. This is a really fucked up thing about being an entertainer because you, you start having these moments of like, well, I, I can't 
break up with you because I'll lose 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not a normal thought process. Yeah, well, we're sick. To, to we're, we're very sick to be doing sick. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and for the comedians who might be listening to this or, or people who um, are in similar fields, you know, who, who, who take the sort of the Taylor Swift mentality of, of creativity, like you don't have to be in a situation that isn't working for you, for your art. You actually don't have right. to suffer for it. And if you're good enough, you can you can lose material yeah. and find new material that's true of, found of, that of where you are without even trying like cuz i have my one of my merch shirts was i swiped white <laughs> and so i'm like i can't even but then i was at first i was like i'm still doing this fucking joke i'm just going to say this is about my ex girlfriend mm-hmm. um and then i did a show like i did an hour and then i didn't do the bit and I was like, holy shit, I, did, I can do an hour without mm-hmm. needing to do mm-hmm. it. Uh, I don't sell any shirts afterwards, but... <laughs> but you, you will. And you right. can even sell that just, same one with a different like tag on the back or something. Right. There's, just like, there's or I just start to it. date another white girl yeah, at some point. They're, they're my fucking kryptonite. God damn it. it. I honestly, there was a part of me... My husband is white too, my ex. Um, what's, what's, what's with white people, man? Well, th- well, you know what it is? <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's... There's a lot of them. That's all it is. Yeah, there's just, true. there's so many. And it's so funny to me because like I'll be at a club or something now, I'll be out and you see one of these just like cute little gays or whatever with so much attitude. And it's like, if I turn around, I'm going to see five more of you. Right. You don't get to have an attitude yeah. if you're not special. And no attitude. No attitude. But it is just, there's Where's so, LA? there's, there's so Where's many that? around. You have to make a real active choice to not fuck with white people have you been uh have you been to the new uh heart we hope yes and i have it's you okay know, it's not my, my favorite you know my boy owns it your boy owns it lance bass i did not know that in sync i did he's, not know he's that part of the group that bought i didn't know that that bought it it's yeah. okay it's better than what it was okay really yeah because i i've talked i don't know if i talked about it on here but like i used to see things there that like uh, I can never sure. unsee. Yeah, no, I'm positive. <laughs> I'm absolutely positive. Yeah. Like ever, un- I'm like, yeah. we're in public. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's that's the club scene. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole other circuit scene behind that that oh. makes the club scene feel like just like my one of my buddies is a big. Uh, I don't know. If, I guess sex addict mm-hmm. sure but like he'll go to those parties with like with like the glory hole and like stuff and like or like you just go in and just join in mm-hmm. and i'm like wow mm-hmm. like but you like pay to go to these things and then it's like all right we're just all having sex with each other it's very interesting yeah oh yeah yeah those happen regular i i i went to an orgy one time and <laughs> fucked someone that i'd fucked before oh okay and he was blindfolded he recognized me by my dick like literally it was like a glove fitting <laughs> hold on oh, we're gonna hey, clip like this part right here at the 20 minute mark hold on <laughs> this is great so and that's went- also i just t- tangent because we're talking about breakups this yeah. is this is the best part about being gay and having sex with other people is not cheating in gay being one episode ahead of rupaul's drag race is unfaithful so just just so we're okay. so so i definitely have been you know, oh, so this is when you were still married. Yeah, oh, yeah. so you guys had an open marriage, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, for for okay. part of our our relationship didn't 
um, start there. Like we started like normal people. Okay. Um, and then just at just you know growing and 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 exploring over the course of a decade and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we tried things. We we grew. Okay. Um. So yeah. I, so I, I'm yeah. just I have to rewind. Yeah. So you went to a party where mm-hmm. people were having orgies or mm-hmm. they were blindfolded. Now you were not blindfolded. I was not. And you I was were like, oh, I just walked around this dude before. Yeah. And then you're just like, I recognize the ass, you hilarious. know, he's just like there. And then, <laughs> and then through penetration, mm-hmm. he was like, Julian, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, it was like Cinderella with the slipper. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. What a great story. Yeah. I wish I knew his name. <laughs> oh, that's the best. I wish I knew his name. Oh, that's good. Give, give it up, dude. Good for you, man. Being gay is fun. Yeah. What can I say? I mean, being straight was fun. And then I thought I was, you know, kind of done with all. And now I'm like kind of dating again, Mm -hmm. which is just weird Mm because I feel a little old to be dating again, if I'm being honest. I talk about this on stage, but it's just like, and I I met somebody that was age appropriate. Yeah. And I asked her this. I asked her a series of questions. Actually, I'm going to fucking read this because it just happened. Uh, We've been going back and forth and uh, I asked her because... It's long story. I first of all, hey, I'll fucking talk about this. I don't care. Uh, she was a pescatarian, mm-hmm. which for me, everyone knows I love barbecue. Already, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, this is probably it's not a red gonna, flag. Yeah. This is probably it's it's not a red yeah. flag, but it's like it's like an orange flag because yeah. I'm gonna go to you know I'm on the road. I go to fucking barbecue or even and so I'm like okay, so that's gonna be a whole because I'm just thinking like I don't need to casually date anymore. Like if I'm gonna date someone, it's gonna be like potential. I mean I don't have to marry the person, yeah. but like potentially. You know, like I'm fucking, you know, and so then I was like, you know what? Let me just ask her. So I ask her, I ask her if she likes baseball. Actually, then I tell you exactly what I asked her. Mm. Cause I'm like, I'm just going to do, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking compromise. I said, do you like baseball? Do you like horror movies slash haunted houses, mazes and such? Do you like pro wrestling? And then I say NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and then she says, interesting questions. Are these deal breakers? I like horror movies, haunted mazes and Halloween. I do not like baseball or wrestling. I do not listen to the Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. And I said, yeah, to be honest, a lot of deal breakers there. NSYNC and baseball are life. And then she's like, okay, no worries. I'm just like, okay, we're, we're done with this. She's like, just to confirm, NSYNC is the boy band like Backstreet Boys. I'm like, yeah, dude. Fucking, yeah, obviously. Was what? was the just to confirm supposed to be some kind of like dig? Was was she trying like, to be shady in some kind I, of way? I don't know, because I was just like, yeah, it's only one of the biggest pop groups of all time. My future wife will also be a fan. She's out there somewhere. And that, that was the end of the text. But I'm like... Like I said, it's just, it's, it's tough dating anyway, but when you're older, it's even tougher and I'm finding that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, it's just my dilemma. I, I'm, I'm at this phase, I am fully embracing my daddy era. That's where oh, I really? am now. So I, I, I just. Like financially? F- well, no, I'm not trying to be in my sugar daddy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you got to bring your own sugar. Okay, it doesn't matter enough. what's in my, my wallet. You just have something. Like I'm happy to pay for the date. Okay. treat you yeah. right but like yeah. if you have expectations of me you're i'm going to disappoint you on purpose got it oh, but I like, like it. i just turned 40 have, have and this is this is the second year of my life literally in 40 years that i've ever lived by myself no roommate no partner right no parent no nothing yeah so i i feel like i'm just learning how to be the man that i want to be right like this is my fucking 
zebra print rug. This is my shit. Like, this is my shit. This is zebra print? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't, I, I don't even want to be in, and it's so funny because you say you don't want, you don't want something serious. That's as soon as you find it. So like, I, I'm, I'm very open to what the world has for me, uh-huh. but like, I, I'm specifically not trying to find the next. Yeah. I'm not, it's, it's, it's just like, I, I guess for me, it's just, I don't need to cat. I don't need to date period. Yeah. yeah. Or casual, like, you know, like, you know, when I was like in my twenties and thirties, like I did damage. Like I've done all that and i'm okay with like you know being alone for a while it's i mean it's been i think like eight months or something and if someone comes along great but like if i'm talking to somebody and they don't have that i'm just like eh, we're fine like it's i've i've had plenty of sex in my life and i can have plenty of sex if i want it's i just i don't it's why, why waste each other's time yeah no you know I, what I, mean? feel, I got shit to do i i definitely need to spend more time on being creative yeah than i do on chasing pussy yeah but i definitely need to also spend time chasing pussy too okay that's 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 where i Wait, am are you fucking girls too like well i mean i, I fuck when i fuck but okay. like um so um i love this <laughs> I, I, <laughs> shit just happens yeah, you know okay, I, yeah. I i i used to identify firmly as gay i identify as queer now okay um, I met a beautiful. That's the Q in the LGBTQ. I met a beautiful trans girl. We started um, dating around and just kind of like, you know, and that's been going well. That's been a fun okay. thing, and that that's definitely um, sort of opened my mind and horizons right. to just like being being open to things that might not fit into a certain box. Right. Well, I, I've asked this question, and no one has been able to give me a straight answer. Yeah. So let's just say hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Valentina Sampaio. You know who that is? No. That's the trans Victoria's Secret model. Okay. Who is, I like fucking with all my friends that are not quite as open-minded as I am. Yeah. I'm like, hey, she's hot, right? I'm like, they're like yeah. I'm like, she, she was born male. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck. And I'm like, haha, I got you. But okay, so, because I don't know, the, no one has been able to give me a right answer to this question. I hook up with a trans person, mm-hmm. a trans girl, mm-hmm. trans woman. Mm-hmm. What does that make me? That makes you Peter, I think. That's the answer. To every, so it says make no, you whatever no, you want to no. be. No, well, yeah. here, so here, here's here's the thing. If if she identifies as a woman, then it can't even be gay. I think queer is. is I mean, she still has her boy parts. Doesn't I mean, it doesn't matter what's between your legs? Okay, um, it's how you identify. Yeah. Um, I think queer is this umbrella term that speaks not just to like the sex of it, but also like. The culture of it, just uh-huh. like the 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 sort of embracing of being kind of other. Yeah. Um like it's not one set thing. Right. Like it it literally is just like fuck the mainstream. Yep. Um, if that resonates, then I think maybe it's queer, mm-hmm. but like it could very easily be as straight as anything else, you know. Um if if I if I have sex and I have had sex with um trans men as well um who had their original parts um and i'll just while we're on the subject it's a beautiful beautiful orifice yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> but like it was very gay yeah, yeah and just like it is it is it was what it was mm-hmm. so I, I think i think um how you identify and how she identifies is the only thing that i like it really matters i like that 
Um, I'm going to switch gears yeah. for a second because yeah. there's another reason that I wanted to have you on. There's a number of reasons. I like you. Um, did you watch uh, Backlash? I did. What do you think? I did. Hold on. By the way, Backlash, as you guys all know, super interesting. I'm going to start talking about it a little bit on this fucking podcast because it's very important to me. <laughs> um, I mean, so what do I what did I, I think? That's that's a difficult question to well, answer. Well, so here's the thing. So, like, I don't know, and this is just me, but like, I don't know a ton of like like you might be the only like gay friend I have that likes wrestling yeah. that I know of. Yeah. You know, so when you said you're like, I was like, oh shit, like fuck it, fuck yeah. And like, I'm I'm diehard. I'll, I'll so this I'll say this about my my ex. He is the one who like flipped the switch in my brain. Uh-huh. Um that like this was also very homoerotic. Like I, I was in it as a kid for the stories and right. for like the, the heroes and villains yeah, of it. Yeah, of course. We all um, but I will also say and this is relevant to your question about backlash. The the wrestler that I had the biggest crush on ever was Dashing Cody Rhodes. My boy. His 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 younger era, just yeah, yeah. like smoke and mirrors, Cody. You like the Stardust before Stardust okay. when he was he was just being a pretty boy. Yeah, I was I was very very in. Okay, um, so I have a soft spot for Cody. Backlash, I thought was a good show. I thought the crowd in Puerto Rico was exceptional. Have you ever cried watching wrestling? Because uh, I time. cried watching yeah. Dragon Backlash. I, I Selena's I, like I talk. I don't think I talked about. Like I'm like this is as a performer. Yeah. Like as a per, just to think just about that like, moment to get that, that moment. Yeah. Uh, yes. Which is which is so yeah. I when early NXT uh-huh. when it was like Bailey and Sasha and all these girls coming up and they were clearly changing the industry and just like having these connections with the fans yeah, yeah, yeah. cried all the time really Bailey as a face is probably my favorite like I, I was into Bret Hart I was into the rock just like a good little boy um not so much Steve Austin I didn't really like the kind of redneck of it he's outside he's white um, <laughs> and like white as fun. by the way while we're on since since now we're back on youtube and maybe this would be a clip one day um i was on a this is 2004 five yeah somewhere around there i was on a southwest flight with stone cold steve I austin it. i love it and my first thought like holy uh, he's sitting right behind me and i'm like dude fucking stone why is stone cold flying southwest <laughs> In 2004, like he's made millions at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why the fuck is Stone Cold? Like, but I'm like, also, I'm like, it's Stone Cold. And I wanted to say hello. This is obviously before like fancy cell phones and pictures and whatever. Sure. So I want to be like, dude, Stone, like, I'm fucking, I love Stone, like, you know what I mean? Like, hell, like all that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then he fucking starts kicking. So this is before the show, this is 2004. This is when you used to put your stuff underneath your own seat. Mm-hmm. and not the seat in front of you mm-hmm. and he did not like the fact that he couldn't stretch out his legs and he, can you move this stuff under here and he's kicking my stuff and i'm like this is where i'm supposed to put my fucking backpack dude oh, and he was being yeah. a fucking dick oh, no. so much so where the steward just had to get my stuff and they they made room in like a top thing oh, my God. but i was like stone cold was just a fucking asshole oh no and maybe steve i got him on a bad day i know steve. but i'm just like come on steve and now he's like, he's like he has this show uh it's called like Stone Cold Travels America yeah, or something. Where takes he, on America. Yeah. 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 Where yeah, he yeah. goes and like, you know, hangs out with random people. And like, he was bowling with old people last week. And, and like, 
and he's like all happy and i love it because it's like you know but at the same time i'm like i still have like a soft like like a sore spot for yeah. like and he was a as, fucking as asshole you should. yeah, yeah. On, my, on my southwest yeah. flight but you didn't like stone cold that's fine. i didn't i didn't like yeah. him i was actually more into mr mcmahon at that point okay which, is, which says a lot about interesting me. um i love the bad guys um generally speaking but i have a soft spot for cody um Bad Bunny's exceptional. He's he's yeah. He him and him and uh, Damien and no, which I'm gonna say uh, Logan. Yeah, as like non wrestlers mm-hmm. that are like mm-hmm. I can respect that they've obviously like gone through some training, and they're all they're uh, they're also both obviously either naturally or just very athletic. Like like because they do shit that like even like, like Triple H when he's talking about Logan was like he shouldn't be this good no he shouldn't be but he's he really, just a great really athlete be. and I love as an athlete I appreciate the athleticism it, but of just it all. to like that but also to care about the the world so much because it's really in the wrestling's in the details it's yeah. theater as much as it's it's physicality it's theater it's playing to the cameras it's playing to the audience yep. in, in a way that just requires big and small things yeah. that not everyone picks up on and bad bunny has a sh- like you you can tell when he was a kid he was in his his yeah. backyard or whatever just like really living this shit out and it means something to him but for for someone to be at the met gala one day that, to have he, a world tour coachella and yeah and fucking yeah and like that's and that's what his dream is yeah, that's, that's a the fucking thing that like fill, fills his heart can with, i tell you something yeah. I guess if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, but couldn't tell you one Bad Bunny song. I don't speak that good enough Spanish. Same. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can, I can, I mean, I can get by, but like, I don't, I can't listen to music and be like, oh, I know exactly. Right. I, I don't know. Right. I was proud of myself because I could understand Rey Mysterio's promo in Spanish. Oh, yeah. That was kind of, I feel like. He set it up to be easy. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like Spanish three level if, yeah, you, yeah. if you took it in high school. But yeah, that was a good moment. Yeah, I, I I loved it. Like I said, I I cried fucking just watching. So if you guys, uh, if you want to go, just there's this uh, wrestler named Zelina. She's been wrestling Zelina for like Vega. I don't know, fifteen years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in Puerto Rico, and she's Puerto Rican, and the crowd was just. This is before the match too, by the way. The crowd just went crazy. She came. She comes out with this like her outfit. You know this very elaborate and then she has the puerto rican flag like on her mm-hmm. back when she mm-hmm. opens up like wings and the crowd just loses their shit and but she's like starts crying mm-hmm. before the match mm-hmm. like she hasn't she didn't win and she mm-hmm. knew obviously she wasn't gonna win but like just that raw emotion mm-hmm. like i love shit like that like it's so ins- as an artist it's so inspiring because it's like those are those are the moments that wrestling can create that very few things can yeah. because it's weekly live yep um it's it's that Sami Zayn in Montreal moment. Right. It's the Drew in, in the Cardiff end. Wales moment. It's it's Bianca and Sasha at WrestleMania yeah. as the first black main eventers right. like that. Um, wrestling creates these these things. So I, I I loved it from that standpoint. The reason I hesitated about how I felt about it: number one, no Roman Reigns. Well, yeah, we knew that. Um, was we 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 know this, but like, I'm not a fan of Roman. Roman to me is the greatest of all time. And we we can we yeah, can yeah. we can no, talk it's, about I mean, it. um statistically. I I mean but just like it's the little things. And Roman is is even influenced my my comedy. Um Really? Yeah. Um but I feel like we're we're at the point in the season, the wrestling season where we're kind of light on story and we're just sort of like 
shredding time until we ramp up again till SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just I'm ready for things to start happening. Like the the bloodline storyline has been so intricate. And I'm just like ready for new, just like what what is what is coming? And yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel like we necessarily got that. We definitely um, didn't get it at Backlash. Yeah. Sure. We got we got it like a little tiny snippet. And then like on uh wait, yeah, because that was when he was like, I'm your brother. And yeah. he grabbed him. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. you see like, yeah. but then they kind of hold it. You know, they all kind of hold hands at the end. And we are yeah. like, all right, something's coming. We've been knowing something was coming, but it's just like, come uh -huh. on. It's fucking, it's I'm tired cool. of them jobbing out Omas. I'm tired. Yeah. I, 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 hey, we saw him at the like convention center that yeah. we went. That he's, I mean, obviously he's huge. He's, it's, it's indescribable how it's, big he yeah, is. I, and yeah. I've seen Shaq in person yeah. and he's, he's bigger than he's Shaq. Way bigger than Shaquille. And you're yeah. just like, that's, in, and that's why I was actually excited to see Brock fight him because I knew Brock was, would be able to lift him up to some extent. Yeah. But he should have, Omos should have beaten Brock at WrestleMania. This, this is my, this is, this is my okay. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, if, 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 Omos beats Brock at Mania, uh -huh. then we got to think about where Brock Lesnar is now. His last two shows, he kicked Bobby Lashley in the nuts because he right. couldn't get out of the hurt lock. He lost to a giant. Yep. So like, who is Brock now? Brock is, is a desperate man. So now when he attacks Cody, it actually makes sense oh. because Brock is, is worried about his spot. Like he can't do this anymore. Right. So he's lashing out at Cody. We sense. don't have any story for why Brock beat up. We still up. haven't got we it. We still don't have any story. Not one promo, nothing. Not one promo. <laughs> and that that smacks to me, frankly, of Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, and, and that just, mm, it's all the story. Yeah. The, the more time that you take to make me invested, I don't. The match can be shit. Yeah, yeah. If it's heavy on on. Well, that's what I say. Like, I, I got uh, my brother. Kind of my brother got me into like AEW. Too, yeah. And. Uh, I, I what I would always tell people is like what WWE like WWE is the story, mm -hmm. the drama, mm -hmm. and AEW is actual like <clears throat> wrestling, like the wrestling part of it. Like, like I, they, they, I, I dislike AEW and I res I respect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dislike it because I you have to sell. You have to sell moves to me. But so wrestling WWE is like an epic fight sequence in a movie. Yeah, yeah. AEW is like playing street fighter or mortal Kombat, they where have, you just it's just like all these guys have a sick move set some of them bleed like animals yes and and but like how do you take a triple power bomb one minute and then you're just like walking around the next yeah, yeah. and you have to you have to they sell just, me stunt something after stunt it's after just stunt, stunt, dude. I, yeah but i, I do like that because it's like because they don't have quite the storylines that the wwe does i that's need the story separate yeah that's I fair but back to what i was saying about roman yeah, yeah. If you, if you really pay attention to the way he works in this run, especially as being this is mega heel, uh -huh. what he's done is slowed down and gotten softer. Roman almost never raises his voice. Roman is never in a hurry. Yeah. The, the pacing for Roman Reigns is different than any other pacing on the show. Yeah. And, and so whereas someone like Ricochet has to go, let me flip around 500 times to right. get your attention. Roman will make you wait for five minutes for him to walk in the entrance. Yeah, and and just that anticipation. Well, that that in that uh, what was it? Uh, well, where did he fucking fight Sammy? What was in Montreal. That? But what what was the uh, was, um, elimination chamber? Elimination yeah. chamber. Same thing. Like the the beginning of the match. Mm -hmm. it, it was like ten minutes before mm -hmm. the match even started. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. just like, okay. Mm -hmm. That that moment 
creates an aura around yeah, yeah, yeah. him for sure. that's untouchable. And I think about that when I'm on stage, whereas a, a lot of people, it's like, okay, let me just like jump around. I don't have Cat Williams energy. I don't have Kevin Hart energy. I'm not going to jump around. I'm, I'm actually going to get a little bit quiet. Uh-huh. I'm going to speak a little bit slower. I'm going to draw you in yeah. to what I have to say and just like really try to create something you want to acknowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like that. I like yeah. that. I, I, I have, I talked about this before, but I do like, uh, like I'm very high energy on stage, but I also do like the moments where I like, like, I feel like five, six years ago, like I would just keep going, keep going, keep going. Whereas mm-hmm. now like I'm, I'm much more comfortable and just stronger on whatever, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. there are those moments where I like, will slow down, let the joke settle. Yeah. Like, sit in the silence yeah yeah because when you're yeah. when you're new though you're you're like you just want to like the you want the noise and the laughs but like there's also something in the silence because then you know that you have them listening mm-hmm. and they're waiting for whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you're going to say next mm-hmm. and you're like oh yeah like i fucking <clears throat> like boom dude. let that, let the audience yeah. be on the journey with you if if you're dialed in this is just comedy advice i guess if you know what you want to talk about then when you're on stage, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And I don't mean just like what your joke set is, but like you really know and understand the journey that you want to take people on on any given night. Then you can just be in the room with them and just let this shit settle and sit yeah. how it hits and just, just be more present yeah, up there. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean we all have our we all have our our sets and mm-hmm. whatever. But like there is something to <clears throat> just being present to like if someone just does their set and doesn't acknowledge anything or what you're just like, come on, dude. Like it's not, it's not real. Yeah. You're not, it's not real. Yeah. Be be here in this room. Yeah. Wherever you were before. Yeah. Whatever, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's two people and there's a bar behind, like, don't just try to do your jokes. Like, fucking talk about the fact that no one like talk. Everyone's talking. Right. There's, there's, there's some way to connect personally. Yeah. Yeah. With the people who are there, whatever size that uh, of that room, um, but you have to listen. Just listen to the room. Yeah, to be able for to do sure. That. Uh, you grew up here, mm-hmm. which born and raised Loyola yeah. High School. Which what high school? Loyola. Loyola. Yeah. Oh, that's the all boys school. Yeah. I, my, my, and I was in the closet at an all boys Catholic school. No way. Go figure. Yeah. One of my one of my old clients was a teacher there for a long time. Oh, for sure. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know how long. You know, he's about our age, so. Maybe not when you went there, but his name's his name's Melvin Robert. Um, he's a, he's a he's a he was a, an anchor on Spectrum. Okay. The, but I don't really watch like before. I had Spectrum. Like you would just turn on fucking Spectrum and it would default to their news station. I'm like, no, don't do that. Like leave it on ESPN or MLB Network where I fucking left it live. Don't put your news station on. But he was. I'd be like, oh, Melvin's on there. Um, Hilarious. But uh, he's also he's gay man. But he was in the. Uh, I'm gonna do it a disservice, but like the something like gay men's choir, the gay men's chorus of Los Angeles. There you go. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He's in that, or he was. I don't know if he still is. But shout out to Melvin Robert. What's up, buddy? But yeah, he taught there for a while. Cool. Yeah. So, so you commuted all the way from. Um, so I lived, uh, you live like on the West side, right? Um, no, no, I lived, um, like mid midtown, then sort of South central ish okay. like Venice and Crenshaw. Type. Oh, okay. Not too far. Um, then. yeah. So that was, uh, I caught the number 33 bus to school every oh, day. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not the school bus, like the actual, the actual public bus. transit. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. yeah. Like all high school? 
all my life. My really? mom has never driven a car a day in her life. So really? I, I grew up in the city, poor as fuck, riding the bus from the time I was a baby to the time oh, I shit. left. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, your mom raised you mm-hmm. single mom. Single right? mom. I know, could you talk about your dad not being around? On yeah. Stage? And what's, what's interesting, um, my dad has resurfaced in my life um, because of comedy. Really? He just like showed up at a show you, one time you talk about that yeah, yeah yeah it was it was traumatizing at gay, first right? yeah i <laughs> i didn't he, i hadn't communicated anything to this man right um but he was on my facebook fan page decided i'm just gonna pop into a show he popped in being real extra like dressed full african garb just like african garb, african like garb. wakanda we, like wakanda shit is this and we are <laughs> <laughs> if you don't use that on stage you better do i do okay. yes, i do yeah 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 uh, <laughs> no one is african in our family like, right. i mean if you go far enough back i guess we all are but right. like he's he's belizean he showed up with a fucking gift basket like real crinkly like plastic yeah okay yeah um a gift basket yeah i guess like sorry for disappearing dog i don't i don't i, don't, I don't even i don't Wait, i don't what's know in the gift basket it was it was coasters there was a salt and pepper shaker um there was uh like a throw blanket okay uh, i think some like little chocolates or something so i guess my next question would be do you think that the he bought the basket and all the stuff was in it already or that he put the things in there i i know for <laughs> a fact that this man did not okay plan one of those things that okay. was in the basket now maybe his his lady did uh-huh. She seems like the type who might color coordinate some shit. Okay, but it was definitely too much and okay. definitely at the wrong time. <laughs> they showed up late and loud. Oh no! Um, and just like to to the point where, um, you know, it's one of those shows like the the comedians were also sitting like with the audience. Right, right. Um, so everyone turned all the attention in the room goes to them. And one of my friends is on stage and she's like trying to talk to them and figure out what the fuck this weird situation is. They don't know that. They don't know. They don't know. Anything. You don't know either. I, I know. Oh, like you know. I, okay, I look at him and I know this motherfucker. Like, that's your dad. I, yeah, I wow. see my own face staring back oh, at wow. me. Like, I know. Um, and so I'm trying to communicate to my friend on stage, like, leave this shit alone. Like, do not pursue because i'll be i'll be i'll be good and goddamned if you show up late to my fucking life and right. then late to my show and then another comedian gets the jokes too about right. you like absolutely not give me something yeah, yeah, yeah so that's when i met my like met my dad wow um we talked after the show and and i realized like the man is not fully we'll just we'll say this he's not capable in his mind state of giving me the kind of answers or closure that i might have wanted about like why he left right and so in that moment i was like i can't even hold on to this shit like let me just unburden myself forgive this nigga and move on with my life and and like that's kind of what I did. And so it was very hard in the moment. It was it was a little bit embarrassing and just awkward to have that just like public reunion um but it's it's been very very just beneficial for my growth as a man um and as a comedian and just like i don't give a fuck about a lot more things because i've gone through that and because i can i can lay that burden down like i turned out okay yeah um and maybe that's because he wasn't there um um 
certainly it is in part. So like, it's it's good. He came to another show recently. I didn't know he was. He, this motherfucker just like shows up, and <laughs> so and he lives local. He lives. He's local. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. This this is this is crazy. I he put me on the phone with my grandfather in Belize that I've like never met. This man. He was just like, here's your grandpa. Talk to him. I'm like I, what? Like what am I supposed to say to this yeah. man? Like, hey, Gramps. I don't know. I don't know. But he came to one of my shows recently. Didn't know he was coming. And the joke I was closing with is a bit I've been doing about how sometimes I get called daddy on these apps, but <laughs> I've been getting called dad, which is a very different feeling. Yeah. Um, and it ends talking about like my deadbeat dad. And then yeah. like, I see him in the audience as I'm like oh. leading into this joke. I'm like, oh God, like yeah. here we are. Yeah. Like, here we are. So I did the joke. He loved it. He's fine. He didn't care. Yeah. So like now, yeah, I don't, I don't know how much he's actually like paying attention to the words or just the laughter in the room, right. but yeah, he, he comes to my shit. We play dominoes sometimes. Yeah. yeah cool. It's just, you know, it's, it's a very interesting thing. It's like the, the turns that life yeah. offers you, you gotta, you gotta just, you gotta take them. You have to embrace them. I think if we run from them, we, we like, yeah, before my dad, my dad came to like a few shows before yeah. he died. Yeah, uh, I mean, he came to a few, but then COVID happened, whatever. But like, I never knew because my dad was, you know, meth addict and whatever, and his brain was just so fried. So like, I never knew if he was like under understanding the material, like if because he was the butt of he's still like the butt of you know quite a bit of my material. Yeah. Um, even post death, like I've managed to work it in, and but like I just never knew like if if he got it or if he was just there to support because he knew that he had to or like I just I, and I'll never know and, and that's yeah. that's fucked up because <laughs> yeah. like I'll never know if if he recognizes that like it I mean it's obviously affected me and whatever but like I just just never know that yeah that's, that's what therapy's for <laughs> showed, I know honestly my therapist when when my dad showed up. Um, I was, you know, I obviously had to talk to my therapist about it and she was like, well, okay, so now you have, you have a, a choice, right? Yeah. So you can look at this man as the deadbeat who like wasn't there for however many years, or you could look at this man as the guy who laughed the loudest in the room for at least one night in your life. Like what, what, what would you, what will make you happier? Yeah. Forget about what he deserves. What would make you happier? And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can do that, yeah. uh, and that's that's a choice. What's what I what I had to. Do. My mom does not come to my shows. My really? mom, uh, she Ever? came one time. She came once. It was too vulgar for her. Okay, um, and she'll like. <laughs> I found this out. I was having dinner with a friend of hers, and she was like, um, I guess my mom had emailed her a clip of something that she had found of mine, and was like, Can you pre-watch this and let me know if I should watch it? Or... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> or not. And that's great. That's great. Like yeah, she yeah. she was there to support me in, in more ways than that. I don't actually need her on stage. Yeah. Um, but for it 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 does feel good for that my dad has showed up, that he takes yeah. pleasure in being in the room. There's also like for me too, like as my dad got older, it was like because my dad and I have been through some shit. But like once he got older and his brain, it was just like kind of was just like, uh, I can't really like like the shit that I have with mm -hmm. him is like always going to kind of be there. 
you know but like it was also like he was just kind of older and I yeah could never, i couldn't like he's just different he wasn't the same like younger asshole he yeah was like he, can't, he can't answer he can't answer the questions that you have yeah at that point yeah it's just like it's it, but for me it's like at least she's like i mean he's still in your life kind of you know and it's like he it, you can choose whatever relationship you want and that's exactly right yeah. like it, i'm i'm old enough to not need him for anything so yeah when i feel like playing dominoes i can give him yeah, a call I like and I, I have to ask you a pressing question yeah because i haven't i've Asked a couple people, so as you may or may not know, I'm half Creole. Mm-hmm. You know that? No, but I do now. Half Creole. So over like the last, I'd say like two years, I've been meeting a lot of my cousins that I've never met before. Like I have cousins in like Louisiana. Sure. Uh, a lot of cousins in Louisiana. Like that's where my grandparents were from is Louisiana. So I have a lot of family there. East Coast, whatever. A lot of black cousins. Yeah. Like a lot of them. And I've asked them if I can say the N word <laughs> and they can't, <laughs> they're like, I mean, you can say it around us, but and I'm this like, I eternal question. <laughs> and this it's funny because, I, because I would, but my, my, my thing, I would never, like, I would never, but like the, uh, the fact that like some people who don't have any lineage at all, mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, you could, you started working cruise ships, right? Yeah. And, uh, I was supposed to start and then there was an incident where the guy was a white dude on stage using the n-word in his act and they kicked him off the thing and then they put a hold carnival at least put a hold on bringing on new comics because of this one fucking guy and i'm like dude like i'm i'm an eighth creole i'm actually somewhere between an eighth and a quarter whatever that number is (laughs) fucking three eighths is maybe what it is that's what i am creole that's what so i could but i won't would, so, I would never. So, so okay. So a few things. First yeah. of all, shout out to the good folks at Vakaya, the cruise line that I worked for. Mm. Uh, working on a gay cruise is so different. Oh, it was a gay than, cruise. Yeah. Oh, oh my way god. different. Oh my god. I opened every set with who's seen my dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Very, very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know in your heart. If you can or can't say nigga, for you sure. actually you actually know this. This yeah. is not a question. No, yeah, I don't yeah. mean. I mean the general you. This is for anyone who's ever felt the compulsion to say it. Right. There's there's a there's a feeling that goes off inside yeah. you, and if you feel like you have to look to the left or to the right before you say nigga, you already know you shouldn't be saying yep. it. Which is why there, I would never say it. There are a couple of uh, of white people in my circle circle adjacent who have said the word and i have not batted an eye who have lived a much more nigga like life than i have <laughs> if we're being perfectly honest about it like right. gangsters you yeah, understand yeah. what i mean so like who am i to tell them what they can and can't get away from i'm not the dude yeah, yeah. to fight you over what you say because what you say honestly doesn't matter to me what's in your heart matters to right. me and I, yeah. and and I think people are, are are very quick to get hung up on like technicalities. Like you can be an asshole with really good articulation. And that to me is more troubling. So if 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 you can get away with it in a room full of niggas, <laughs> then by all means, yeah, go for right, it. Exactly. I, I am not going to trouble myself with being the one to correct you. But what I might do is 
forewarn those niggas that you're coming just in case that they want to do something about it on behalf of the rest of us like i might set you up for failure that's fair i might do that yeah Yeah. i've been told i can come to the barbecue so that's all that matters to me yeah that's the the only invite that you need i I love it because it was and we're gonna have to wrap this up but like so my grandmother um god rest her soul um was not really in tune with the creole side um but there was an instance where I was like, Grandma, like, we're kind of black. And like, she lost her shit. Mm. And she was like, no, we're not. And I'm like, no. And it was just like a whole thing. But like, I keep meeting like all of my black cousins. I'm like, no, like, I told my grandma, like, they're like, yeah, like, of course. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but why? But it's just, they were raised different. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, so shout out to all my black cousins out there. Seeing you guys all very soon, especially my cousins in Louisiana. I'll be back soon. Uh, so, you know, I just thought that was funny. I love it. I love <laughs> um, it. Do you have anything coming out or anything that people need to look out for? Um, you, know, you can go to my website, doubleminorityreport.com. That's where all my shows <laughs> and stuff are. Um, I produce a show in LA. I got to get you on called Hilarity. Yep. Yeah, we, um, we have one comedian do material. They should probably talk to the therapist about and okay. then we do an interview portion is that not like afterwards. all of our material though? It, well it, it's it, <laughs> it's it's a lot of our material yeah um, oh, do my set yeah right yeah. basically um but it's really cool it's unmiked um it's in a black box theater oh, so okay. it's it's really really intimate um where's it at it's at the broadwater uh theater on santa monica boulevard um santa monica that way or this way um way. like santa monica and coanga basically okay like theater row yeah 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 theater okay, row perfect um um, so yeah, it's a monthly. You can check out the dates, get tickets on my website. I'm traveling a little bit. Um, Hell yeah. yeah, I'm out there. I'm out there. The Instagram is unpolished jewels. We'll put it all, we'll put it all in the show notes perfect, so they can perfect, find perfect. Julian. Uh, that's where the thirst traps are. Yeah, that's where the thirst traps are for sure. You got some good ones too. We're working on it. Yeah, that was I'm, the thing. going on this cruise right after breaking up with my husband. Like the timing was so perfect. I got so snatched. For, really? <laughs> for this cruise i lost so much good breakup weight and okay, just like good. let's go fuck some new people there's weight. Al- <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's, there's always like a there's always like a for me at least there's always like a date that like for me right now it's my birthday which is in two weeks it's like i'm gonna be this just mm-hmm. a little bit more shredded mm-hmm. on my birthday or mm-hmm. like if i'm gonna do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's, it's good to have stuff like that need it i feel like for you a fitness it. thing because if you're just i mean i'll just work out all the time and go hard anyway but like for me it's always good when i have like a date a I tangible goal for yeah. sure like for just sure. something i could put on the calendar and be like fucking this is what it is so well dude thank you like i said i'll put all i'll put all of his info in the in the show notes if you want to follow julian i'm sure we'll be on some shows together yeah thanks for uh, having me this is fun dude, of course thank you and uh thanks for listening if you're listening to this um i'm going uh, you, you guys better fucking know that i have my birthday show at the ontario improv uh wednesday may 24th tickets are on sale you can click the link on my bio on instagram or go to ontarioimprov.com um and then i'll be in dallas for a couple nights uh next week the 19th and 20th so uh, i'll be doing some shows out there and, uh, and then i'll also be in austin june 2nd and 3rd with my buddy rachel um we'll be at the vulcan i'm opening up for her so uh if you guys are anywhere near there come see me there and follow julian go see him and uh thanks for listening we'll see you guys next week bye